What's up, everybody? Welcome to Mike and Dave Hit the Stage. I'm Mike. And I happen to be Dave. Cool. Today, we're going to be doing songs by famous people who aren't famous for music. Yes, got it is one a shot. Long, you got it in one shot, and it's a long title. <laughs> and I couldn't think of a douchier way to put it. Uh, this is mostly musicians who aren't really musicians. Yeah. And uh, it's it's that thing that these guys just don't know. Like they just some of them are. They, I think they do know. They just so don't care. They were looking for the money grab. I don't. Th- I honestly don't think some of these are money grabs. Like some of these people think, wanted to be real musicians. Yes. Yes. A few of them are genuine musicians. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just not famous for their music. Uh, and I guess we'll start with the first one, which I think was. Uh, the reason for this and the, the reason I didn't put him on there because it was so obvious. Oh, yeah. This is that I uh, not that I allowed you to pick <laughs> leave put it on yours, but I had permission. I, uh, yeah, it's it's Eddie Murphy with uh, Eddie Murphy and Rick James. Is it? Yeah. Rick James co-wrote this. Uh, it, it's Party it, All the Time. Party All the Time, which is by far the greatest famous song by non-musician famous Musician, non. You had it right the first time. I don't know. There's so many famouses and famous people who are aren't famous f- for music. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy's "Party All the Time." It was a fun song, dude. It's so good. When we when you sent me the the, the playlist for this, and this was the first song. Did you jump? I was driving home. Oh, it was so, dude. If it was summer, people would have been looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" Because I was playing it at like twenty. Do but, you remember the, the days in Roxy? If you ever came to see me and Mike on a Friday, yeah, this would be playing and we'd be clapping along, yeah, holding conversations with people, and the right in the middle, and and just just in the middle, yeah, you're gonna go down the hall and you're gonna just <laughs> and just keep co- the conversation going, and we do it in unison, yeah. We wouldn't even be in the same room. I'd be getting somebody a soda, he'd be at the at the desk, and just at the same time. <laughs> and to the point where my wife and I still do it in the car. Awesome. We love this song. Yeah. This, so, this is the quintessential song. Everyone thought this was going to be just a douche list or like a cringe list like the last one. No. Oh, these some of these are pretty good. Some of these, listen. Some. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like like this one we we mutually love. Oh, absolutely. There's there's one on my on my list that I know you hate. Oh, there's one on my list I, I know you I couldn't I don't know if you could get through it. It was terrible. Oh no, yes, you have one too. Yes. 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 Uh but but party all the time is 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 by far what this list why why we're doing this list. This yes. list. Yeah. This is the like I trying to think of topics. Um I was like, I gotta do something with Eddie Murphy. It was because it's not cringy. No, not at it's, all. It's a very good song. And to he's to, not a bad singer, and he's he's doing it seriously. And he had the, and not badly. And he had the backup of one of the greatest, like, writers in this time. Yeah, Rick James is phenomenal. Yeah, you know he he was one of those guys he could write. Right. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the mashups where somebody will take a metal song and a non-metal song and yeah. mash them together. I think we I think you've sent me the Dio Mary Jane. Yes, you have. Yes. <laughs> That's immediately. Yeah, I I heard that. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Right. And I think, you know, Rick James, super freak, and and this uh, Mary he was Jane, a genius. Well, Mary Jane. Yes, that's why I thought of you. <laughs> I have to love this song because it's your wife. Yeah, uh, and she's so sweet. <laughs> um, it's such a like I I want to rip this song to shreds. 
No, there's like no I way. Do, but it's so good. It's the, and it's such a fun time, and it it immediately brings me back to those times in Roxy, with with and I remember Mo used to get in on it too. Yeah. So the three of us would be there. <laughs> just randomly and it used to drive people crazy like what are you doing well listen enjoying ourselves yeah i also used to uh, i had an ipod video i used to put porn on and just slowly okay, started pre- what the freezing the volume but this <laughs> how did we get to that i don't know I, I just thought it would i thought it was an interesting factoid what the hell no but this that song was really turn? fun you just you know what you you were too. It, it was not comfortable that we were both agreeing on a song. <laughs> yeah, I had to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're both we're both agreeing. We both love this. Why are we so happy? This is too nice. Why is one of us so happy? Why are both I, of us so happy? I have to take that away from him. One of us has to be a, a monster. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't take long to 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 really appreciate the song. It's not a particularly long song. It's a standard pop pop track, oh, four so minutes. So good, man. Great synth sound, great, great drums. The writing, it's Rick James. Yeah. Eddie Murphy has a good voice. Um, he had consistently a couple of tracks through the now, late 80s, early 90s. I was about to say, because was there anything else? Yeah, he had a couple of songs like around the Boomerang soundtrack. Like the Boomerang soundtrack. I had no idea. Yeah. And then I, he had a song with Michael Jackson. What? Yeah. I because the whole thing is I, I'm sure this came off an album. Yes, but I have heard nothing else. This is what I know. Yeah, this, this is, is what really, everybody knows. I don't yeah. think anybody would know anything else. Uh, Mike, Mike the Angry no Wizard way. would know this. No way does he know Eddie Murphy songs. I don't know if he'd know them, but he'd know how to find it fast. Well, no, I know how to. I but can no, look on the internet. I mean, like, no, he'd pull out his phone and pull it up in iTunes on his phone. Oh, on his phone. Yeah, it's Mike. It's Mike. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he has. So yeah, he's yeah he's a barrel of surprises. He's, barrel of surprises. I'll go with it. Yeah, okay. he's, a, he's a barrel of fun and a yeah. plethora of surprises. I don't know. Barrel of monkeys. Yeah. What? Terrible. <laughs> so yeah, this song. This song is a great way to start this off because it's right. actually not something we're going to shit on. No. Uh, actually, I, the next song I'm I, not going to shit on either. No, because the, the next song is when you think of this topic, the second song that comes to mind in my head. This is yeah. is Patrick Swayze singing "She's Like the Wind" yeah. from "Dirty Dancing." I did not. I. I knew he sang it. I forgot about it. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it. And that soundtrack is, and I know I'm not supposed to, like, I'm a guy. I'm not supposed to think the Dirty Dancing soundtrack's fucking awesome. But Listen, it really is. Dave, it's okay. Yeah, I'm comfortable you're with allowed. it. You're allowed. Yeah. You don't have to feel uncomfortable anymore. Yeah. I, you can let it go. I'm, That's I'm the short t- and fat. It, of course the, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. It's the, t- <laughs> <laughs> it's the time we live in now. We, we, we. Men can allow their emotions to be free. Why does it sound so douchey when you say it like that? Because. No, it's it's a really, it's a good song. Um, I do prefer Overload from this album. What the it's fuck is that? The scene where he are takes t- the fence wait, post. Are you talking about Dirty Dancing? Because I would, yeah. my wife forced me as a punishment. I forget what it was for. I'm going to find out from her. And if she's listening to this, she's going to punch me and let me know. Or if she listens to it, what she listen, you did? She listens to it. She started listening to it to the podcast, and uh, you know she listens when she can, and uh, she's she's gonna hear this, and and when I get home from work, she's she's gonna laugh or punch me or whatever as a punishment. I forget what I did, and she's gonna tell me that I should remember. She made me sit down with, I believe, her friend Nora, and and forced me to watch Dirty Dancing. Now it was you. 
her and Nora or just you and Nora had to watch this like with your eyes taped open? No, no, Nora, no, Nora was helping my my wife to like do make something. Me watch it. I don't. It was the punishment of both of them, I believe. I don't. I don't see how that's but that bad. My wife. It's not that bad of a movie. It's. I, I, it's. It's not our. It's not our style of movie. Listen. Yeah. Exactly. But it's so, kind of a cool movie. So getting back to you knowing the soundtrack. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Do gonna, You Love I'm gonna, Me I'm, I'm is gonna, a great song. Oh, I know that. So, yeah. She's Like the Wind. This is awesome. Um, Overload is that scene where he breaks his own car window with the fence, with the, the post. I got nothing. I think it's right before got, they get I got, together. I got nothing, man. It's so good. You're so... Like, they had just... You're so talking to me. Like, I know what the heck... I, I watched this... You watched I it. watched this movie on the protest. Yeah, like, 20, year, 20 years ago. Oh, no, really? We haven't been together 20 years yet, but... It probably 15 years ago. Oh, really? And... and yeah, you got to remember, I have I have an older sister, and we had one TV in the house. Yeah, so whatever was on TV, I had to watch. Yeah, it was on all the time, because you know, my sister found found a way to buy the VHS tape, and she used to watch it the way somebody would watch Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so I, it's stuck. you know, like normal movies, it's burned in my head. Jerry Orbach is my second dad. Oh God, <laughs> hey, you could have a lot worse. Yeah, you know, Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. And, you know, Detective Briscoe from uh, Law and Order. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> Not a bad dude to have you guiding, <laughs> guiding around. Um, so so this this also, uh, I, I'm jaded on this song because uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, it, well, no, with, with our age gap, you may not even know this, but Z100 every year would release, uh, they do parody songs every morning on the Z Morning Zoo. Of course Zoo, they did. Right? And then at the end of the year or in the beginning of the, they would release that year's songs. And this, there was a parody of this? Yeah. Called She Passes Wind. And I, and I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's one of the, it, it was ruined just, just for think, you. Just it think of the line, I feel the breath on my face. Her body's close to me. Just think of what they could do with it. Yeah. Okay. So I, see, I can understand how it was ruined for you. Yeah, but, yeah. I, 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 she passes wind. <laughs> I don't want to know the rest. I really don't because it's not going to make me happy. Um, yeah, I'm going to find it and send it. I have, a sp- I have a specific love-hate relationship with the movie, but the soundtrack all around is right. a good soundtrack. Okay. These songs, are, and especially this song is and really well written. By the way, he's got a good voice. It's a, there's a lot, like it's, it was recorded, you can hear it was recorded line by line. Yeah. Like oh, they yeah? must have recorded each one over yeah? until they got a take that was good. Which, ah, okay. which is is not uncommon. Yeah. Um. And but these, how it was put together is really more important than. It's not like he was going to tour this. Yeah. So as far as a recording goes, he sounds good. Did he do anything else besides this? I don't know. I don't. I don't want to pretend that I know a lot about it. Yeah. But um, he was a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He's responsible for and and especially towards the end that show uh, Beast. I didn't see that. It was pretty good. He was tough. Yeah. He was a tough guy. Yeah. In that one. All right. And then the next of kin and all the other movies yeah. he was Red in. Red Dawn. Red Dawn, <laughs> which is so confusing. Like it's, Why? Because they remade it. And it was just god awful. Oh, did they remake it in like the Koreans or the? the it was. The, yeah, it was North Koreans happen. that invaded. That would never happen. <laughs> at least, Don't at say least, that now. No, at least the, well, at least the Russians were believable. It's a well. Know. It was the it was of the time. Yeah. That was that was the the eighties right. were the Red Scare. It yeah. was. Everything was communism. That and was if the they threat. waited just a little longer, they could have done the Russians again. Yeah, Ooh, just a little longer. <laughs> yeah, It'd be an, another joke. Um, yeah, like I said, this is first two solid. Yeah, and, and now and now we're gonna get we're now gonna, we're gonna get now we're gonna real get real shitty. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Don Johnson put out a song and an album called Heartbeat. That's a, He put out an album? It's a full album. Of Don Johnson? Don Johnson. And I know that sounds like a sex toy. It's Well, wasn't he a porn star? No. No? No. I don't know who you're thinking of. Are you uh, thinking of Doc Johnson, the guy who makes dildos? What? What? <laughs> Don, I don't Not to my knowledge, he ever did porn. No? Did he ever po- uh, pose in Playgirl or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, I think that's why his name is Don Johnson. I doubt it. He would not have made it as far as he did, having done. Think about. I like the dead silence there of you just looking at me, like, I just, like like questioning, like maybe it's true. Now you have me thinking it. You know, I'm not even gonna look it up because you know, fuck it. He did porn. Fuck him. This song is an affront. It's a, yeah. This song sucks so, so bad. But it, it, what I what I what I feel about this song is it's 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 a basic '80s song, like. Like these these guys that did eighties eighties albums, it was just your basic adult contemporary eighties music. Which is what was different about Eddie Murphy. Because it wasn't right. it wasn't adult contemporary. It was a very much upbeat, funky kinda kinda song. It was very much in the Rick James field. Feel, right. And it was it was great. It was I mean, it was phenomenal. Now, is this one of the guys that you think wanted to truly be a Musician, yeah, he put it out there thinking he could he could nail a career. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's talking through the song. That's his speaking voice. Don, yeah, Don Johnson. The most of this is in. He's not really like in the chorus. He's pushing up. Yeah, and then you know they they he does the really high stuff for the end. Yeah, but this is it's not much different than his speaking voice. Yeah, you can, yeah. If you listen to the words, you can hear not so much maybe Nash I, Bridges. I, I can hear Crockett. No. Little, little Nash Bridges, yeah. maybe a little Big Daddy from. Uh, uh, from Django, uh-huh. but you, it it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like he's trying to sing. Yeah, and uh, it's really it's it's a disturb a disservice to the rest of the band. It feels he had a band. Well, there somebody had to write the music. He, he didn't did write that, the yeah, music. Yeah, but you don't think they just you don't session think sing the session band. You don't know. You didn't you didn't look it up, did you? No. So his guitarist is Dweezil Zappa. Do you know Get out of here. Do you know who Dweezil is? Yeah, he's uh, Frank Zappa's son. Uh huh. So this I is th- Dweezil Zappa. Really? Yeah. I do think this is what hindered Dweezil Zappa's career. <laughs> the son <laughs> of the great Frank Zappa. Wait, you you played for? You played for Don, Don Johnson. Johnson? <laughs> is that like Van Halen but stupid? <laughs> it was. It sucks. I mean, have you heard the rest of the album? No. Why would I listen to the rest? I heard this and I'm like, oh, this, oh, this is, is this is the one I'm putting on there. Yeah, I'm putting this on that list. I knew this song before I brought it to you. I years ago I saw it on like pop up video on VH1. See, I had no idea. And there was a video for it, and it's also yeah shitty. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll play that later. No, I might include it in this. Yeah. So now comes the hard shit. Now we're really getting into the hard stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you'll have time. By William Shatner. Yeah. Now, Don't if there wasn't a table in between us, <laughs> I'd kick you in the nuts. Okay. Can I tell you something? Uh-huh. I. Uh, you. Seriously. On purpose. On purpose. Love William Shatner's music. I can't listen to it seriously. Particularly this album, which is called Has Been. Uh, you, well, he's been a has-been for a long time. Oh, he has not. 
and that's the problem. After Star Trek, he became a caricature. Bye bye. Yeah, it should have been. It should have been a goodbye. He should have been pop up for your convention, sign some stuff. He hasn't been in a movie where he's no. played a good act, a good actor, he or character. Have to. Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem. Nobody holds him to the standard that you would hold somebody else. They do. They hold him higher. No, he's they on don't. a pedestal. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> he's on a fucking high horse, and nobody bothered to throw rocks at him. Don't make fun of a ninety-year-old man. Dave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make fun of a ninety-two-year-old man. Is he ninety-two? I don't know. I don't oh. care. <laughs> I don't know how old I he know is. He's in his nineties. All I which know is, is crazy. that I, I, I'll give you the facts I know about William Shatner. He was not in the first episode of Star Trek. He was in all the rest. Right. The guy who played the original Captain, Captain Pike, Mm -hmm. ended up playing Jesus. Okay. Um, Shatner speaks Esperanto. He filmed movies in a language called Esperanto. Okay. It was a created language. Okay. They were trying to make it a thing. It didn't work. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It didn't work. Uh Guess what? His career should have ended with Esperanto. Yeah, terrible. He made fun of of George Takei for coming out. Yeah, who makes fun <laughs> of George Takei? Come on, he's he's everyone's Asian grandpa. Yeah. He's so nice. But William Shatner's William Shatner. Yeah, he's a piece of shit, and I love him. Okay, uh, you like? Okay, everybody likes a piece of shit once in a while. <laughs> I'll give you that. But he still sucks. Oh, the first time I heard Rocket Man, I wanted to so, gouge my ears so, with a pen. Well, that's see, that was I. That was I think William Shatner being, you know, uh, a, a silly a silly man. Oh, him wanting to be a beat poet. Yeah, his words. But then he took it to this level. Now I should have picked a better song, but I love this song only because one song does not exist. A better song? Yes. Does not exist. Well, his, his best song is a cover. Of what? Of, uh... You say Born to be Wild, I'll stab no. you in the hands. On this album, he does... I believe the name of the band is uh, Pulp, and it's called Common People. I could, I really could throw this whole this whole table at you. Why? It's so bad. It's so good! There's no... Like, Michael, Mike, you and, and Mike, the Angry yes, Wizard that's, are gonna give me shit for this. I cannot stand him we would listen to this on i couldn't the way to stand the studio, him as an mike i couldn't stand him as an actor i can't stand him as a musician you apparently can't stand him as a person no i don't have i, I don't know him as a person but <laughs> you said he was an asshole he's an asshole he he has this song he compares himself in this he goes there are all these other people who did it. And there he named some people. I would gladly trade for him. Well, he says in the song that I should be dead. That should be dead. No, he that's what I thought. Should be dead. That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought you should. <laughs> no, he said I could very well be dead right, by the by time, time this, he hear this song. He hear yeah. This. Yeah. And eh, here's the hoping. <laughs> wow. I'm glad I I'm, touched the nerve with this I'm song. I'm doubling down on here, this. Here we are. You see how happy we were in the beginning when <laughs> when we were, we were, we were hug, hugs and kisses with, with Eddie fl- Murphy? And, and Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze. And now here it is. And fucking... And now you're you have Shatner. <laughs> Even the word Shat's in his name. <laughs> fucking toupee douche. <laughs> he has a new album out too, but I haven't heard it yet. Oh uh, Yeah. 
Oh, God, I hope it goes the way of the fucking Dodo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hated this song. Um, Come on, even when they, they, they mention all the ways you could die at the end? Yeah. Uh, I thought, man, no, he could die in any of those ways and it'd make me feel good. <laughs> I'm mad that Betty White's gone and he's still here. <laughs> right? He names he mentions Stephen Hawking. In that in that song, doesn't he mention Stephen Hawking? He mentions Einstein no, and, and Joey Ramone. Joey Ramone. I'd trade Joey Ramone for, for him in a second. <laughs> I'd trade the shittiest Ramone for him. Who's that? I think Marky. No, Marky's the drummer. Yeah, I'd trade Marky Ramone for him. <laughs> I'd, I'd trade Timmy Ramone for him. <laughs> who the fuck is Timmy Ramone? Exactly. exactly. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Shatner fan. Uh the greatest thing <laughs> I was gonna say something so fucked up. The greatest thing you ever did was that nine one one call. Oh my god! <laughs> I did not even want to bring that up because it was so terrible, and you did it. I did, I did, and I have no regrets. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him. Almost as much as, as the Gwen next guy. You almost as just Gwen Stefani. No. <laughs> yes. But no, I hate, and I'm going to be honest, I hate the next person more. What? I despise Steven Seagal. As a person? As a person, as, a, as an actor, and as now a, with no, this, a as a musician. <laughs> so the next track is Not For Sale by Steven Seagal, which, which is an ironic name because he is for fucking sale. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I hated you for this song. Yeah, and I meant I meant for you to hate me because you put Shatner, and I needed to get you back. I know I said no attrition, but here it is. Listen, this song. Every time it came around while I was listening to these songs, I I cursed your name, and and deservedly so. It is so bad. Yeah. And no, it's it terrible. Is, what is it? It's like five minutes and three seconds long or something uh, like that. 458. Everything's just a little longer in your brain. Whatever. Yeah, no, it, you're right. It was so long. Uh-huh. That four five minutes was so long because he just rattles off what's not for sale. Yep. And in his life, which is just about everything. Yep. And then, but his freedom, whatever the hell, however the hell he said it, uh, I wanted to throw my computer at you. Yeah. So Computer? You could throw my, your computer at me, the right, mics. Right. Literally, you could hit me with this table. And Ugh. I'd say, you know, that's fair. It is Steven Seagal. God. So Steven Seagal, I, I, I despise him for his acting. I despise him for the way he treats other people. If you remember, he's the worst host to ever host SNL. I don't remember that. Oh, look it up. It's terrible. Yeah. He's it's, awful. It, um, he's not, he, he's, he probably has no comic timing. He has no comedic timing. Yeah. He has no... He has no energy. He he doesn't know how to write for comedy. He's not funny. He was a terrible actor. Those those movies were all the same over and over again. Yeah. Neil had three words. One movie. He was in one movie where he was amazing. Out for Justice. Nope. Uh... Executive Decision, where he dies in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> where he gets blown out the airlock. <laughs> where he, he literally beat up John Leguizamo on the set. Just to oh, prove he was tough. Yeah. John Leguizamo fucking hates him. Just to prove he was tough, John Leguizamo's a little skinny He's a little dude. guy. And just to be... To, I to, passed him on the street one time. He's like he's, my height. He's tiny. Yeah, he's like 5'6", he's 5'7". Like five, five, right, take it easy. All right, yes, you're yeah, right. No, I wasn't going to be a dick about it. <laughs> Listen, you're almost my height. I'm 5'8". You're probably 5'7 and a half, 5'7". Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, my friend Lou, our friend John, they're shorter guys. We we know fucking giant guys. Yeah. Steven Seagal, he could be seven feet tall. He's still a douche. Yeah. I mean, he's also responsible for, you know, he has some accolades. He's the first American to teach his particular martial art in Japan. Ever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> this is, is one of those things. This this is one of those things where I grew up, I was raised, my dad pushed me into martial arts. Okay. I got into martial arts. Uh, Steven Steven Seagal, you think... Is he, is he a good martial I wouldn't even know. Is well, he a good martial artist? If you look at the style individually, right. he looks amazing. But wait, he has his own style of well, martial arts? He's an uh, Aikido master. Okay. He's like a black belt. He's yeah. listed as, a, I think, a grandmaster. Right. But he taught in Japan, uh-huh. which is a high honor. But, you know, martial arts has changed in the last 30 years. Yeah. Uh, mixed martial arts has changed something, in, changed everything. Really. Right, right. Um, so he has been lumped in with what they call the McDojos. Oh, okay. Where the, the, the Tiger Showmans and all the places. Yeah. And those guys who do like fancy movements that really don't work. Like Tai Chi and shit? No, Tai Chi is, tai chi is weird. Know. Tai Chi is that slow moving. Yeah. They, they, do you know if you speed that up, it's actually uh, Qigong, which is a very violent martial art. I have no idea. Yeah. All, I know is, all I know is that sometimes I have uh, jobs over by the... The uh, the park and you see so people the, the, the uh, South Street see, South Street South Street yeah and all under all under the FDR drive they're and all you doing see them. thousands of them and do you know not thousands of them so exactly. the idea of of that slow movement stuff in, is meant to to train your body right and to keep it limber but the fast the Tai Chi is an actual martial art right if you did it fast enough you kick someone's ass well it, in the, in its style like all other martial arts yeah. it has its uses yeah um but it's it's you know. His stuff is all swinging and pitting, like moving people and throwing them. Is it? Is, is no? That's a that uh, weird slapping. Jujitsu is the one that uses the other person's momentum. Well, Aikido is very similar. Okay, that's why. Yeah, that's why I figured. He takes it to the level where they run at him and he just and they roll, like everyone just kind of placates to him because he's been doing this for is so it, long. Is it those? Is it like those people who who? Who like say they use their chi to like no it's block not people oh where they no, can no. stop somebody's energy yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, there's videos so of those terrible. guys getting yeah. kicked in the face oh I love it <laughs> I, I I would sit on YouTube and watch stuff people getting beat the shit out of thinking yeah. they're grandmasters yeah. of their particular style yeah uh, against like a amateur boxer mm-hmm. any day of the week <laughs> those guys ooh and yeah. then they get kicked in the neck right and they just collapse like a sack of potatoes oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, Steven Seagal can go to hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how many times could he say not for sale? It was driving me nuts. And this is not the yelling. worst song on this album. I was yelling in my car, say it again. Say it again. You know, like when somebody says something, though, like, like just remember, uh, stop Steven saying not Seagal for sale. is a, I forget what, what type of law enforcement he is. Oh, yes, he's a, he's a sheriff. Or a something. sheriff. Or, 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 a, or is he a sheriff? A sheriff or a deputy. Yeah, something. Somebody could ride a fucking horse out of town. Yeah, wasn't there? Wasn't there like a, 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 a there was a TV show? Yeah, Steven Seagal, Lawman. Oh yeah, is that what it was called? That's fucking terrible. Barely human. <laughs> fucking hate him. Um, he he very close uh, with Russian government. He speaks Russian. Yeah, oh. yeah. He he's gone done stuff over in the in 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 Russia with Putin. Yeah. I, that I, is political. I'm not getting into that. Right. But his 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 politics are weird. He is creepy yeah. and, and and overtly sexual towards people. He's had a lot what? of accusations. See, I don't know Steven Seagal that well. I you know I joke around about unfortunately his and stuff, but. because of 
learning and being in the martial arts right. community, you hear a lot of stuff. Yeah. And now it's coming out that all the stuff we heard was true. He was getting very overt with people. He was getting very aggressive. Yeah. The stuff now stuff's coming out about Saturday Night Live that uh, I think it was Al Franken was one of the writers and he was saying he's one of the worst people to work with. Yeah. He's one of the most unfunny, didn't want to didn't want to be didn't wanted it to be about him. Well, that's the funniest thing is that, it, the funniest thing is yeah. is that he's not funny. He's not funny. He doesn't even he didn't strike me as like like he'd be surprisingly funny. Like you know some of those guys you and yeah. then you watch him like oh shit he's you know at least he can because I bet Steven Seagal I bet can't make fun of himself. That's the problem. And I bet that's what it is because you know who who's great at making fun of himself Chuck Norris. Right, right. He you knows know, that Carlos. Yeah, he's a meme. Yeah, and that yeah. You ever see you ever see him in The Expendables two? No. Yeah, he shows up and takes out an entire battalion right, right. by himself. And, and like, you did this? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, I heard you were bit by a snake. And he goes, yeah. And after seven days, the snake finally snake died. died. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he but almost said, there's no no chin underneath his beard, just another fist. <laughs> I love Chuck Norris. Yeah. I hate Steven Seagal. <laughs> he's such a smarmy douche with yeah. his plugs and his bad acting. And his <laughs> he's a white guy jive talking piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I don't know what state he's from, but I hope it falls into the earth. <laughs> wow. I can't stand that asshole. I have not felt this much anger vitriol. from you since, yeah, since Gwen Stefani. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck her too. Yeah, okay. Shatner. Okay. <laughs> wow. Shatner, her, and this it's asshole good. could fucking link up Chinese finger cuff style and fuck all the way off. <laughs> I can't stand these assholes. Oh, I broke him. You made me not even be able to reach the cough button. I was choking <laughs> on my laughter. All right, then let's move on so you all don't right. fr- fucking throw something at me. All right, so the next one is this is one of mine, <sighs> and this is another guy I really don't like. This is Bruce Willis with Respect Yourself. Yeah, man. Aretha Franklin gave permission for him to use this. Uh-huh. And she should she shouldn't have. <laughs> this I, is not one of yours. This is one of mine. Is this one of yours? Yes. Oh, that's right. You picked this because I I didn't pick this because I was like, I gotta pick somebody else. Cause it's too it's too much having yeah. Steven Seagal and Bruce Willis. I was gonna be like, if I put both of them on there, it's not fair. Why? Because both of them are such fucking douchebags. Yeah, I kind of like Bruce Willis. He's, oh, you're going to tell me some personal things that he's done and now not you're going to me. make me feel bad well, he, for liking him. For our Kevin Smith, our Kevin Smith love, yeah. he shat all oh, over Kevin true. Smith. He was an asshole to Kevin he's, Smith. And who's an asshole to Kevin Smith? I don't know. The Westboro Baptist Church some people, and him. And a lot of people just don't like Kevin Smith, but that's okay. Who? Nobody I know. Yeah, nobody I'd be associated with. Oh, wow. But... <laughs> So Bruce Willis, who I believe is one of the people that you said, uh, I think he really wanted to be a musician. I, this, he had two albums, I believe. He had three albums. Three albums? Uh, yeah. But I'm going to, I don't like him. Okay. Musically he, or well, I, personally? Okay. As an actor, are he's you, a good actor. Are you going to yell at me again? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, this is actually going the other way. Yeah, yeah. So he suffer, he, uh, currently he is suffering from aphasia. Yes. Uh, difficulty speaking, uh, difficulty conjuring words. Right, and is it memory um, loss and stuff like that? Right. Uh, it's it's possible, but they haven't deter- like they haven't announced that. Yeah. They said specifically he retired due to aphasia. Yeah. Um, but that is a terrible thing, and I'm not I'm not gonna right. This is not the person I'm gonna shit on because of that. 
I have more more of a distaste for him because of the way he treated other it's people. His personality, yeah, yeah. But I don't want his career to be cut off, right? Because of a sickness, and yeah, and right. that's it's it's to me, he's not as likable as Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. But to me, this is very much like Robin Williams with Louis Body. He was awesome in Pulp Fiction. <sighs> yes, he was. Oh, that is one of the reasons I love him and don't like him because of Pulp Fiction. I love him for the role he played. Yes, uh, the interview that Tarantino did where he tried to talk his way. Bruce Willis tried to talk his way into a different role. Who do you want to be? Vincent Vega? Jules. What? Samuel Jackson's character. No way. Yes. Never, no said, one else can yeah, play Yeah, that's that. how we talk amongst my friends. What? Yeah. Like like Samuel like, Jackson. Like a No, you can't. Like, no. Like a Jerry Curl black guy. Yeah, that's what What? It is the douchiest thing I've ever heard a director say about an actor. Yeah. And he had to talk him into playing Butch by Describing him as a 50s leading man. Yeah. That's how he got him into the role. Now, there are some really great Bruce Willis movies, and there are some real stinkers. Uh-huh. The great ones are great, and the terrible ones are direct-to-video. Yeah. And I think every actor should have that. Well, you know, yeah, you can't hit but a he home was, run every time. But the problem is, he became that star that could tell the director what to do. Uh-huh. Not, obviously not Tarantino. Yeah. Because nobody tells Tarantino what they're going to do in their movie. Right. He tells him. He told Jamie Foxx to lay his, I think, oh, pardon me. He said, lay your attitude at the door. Yeah. Because you're playing this character. And if you don't play this character, I'll find the next person who can. Yeah. Because Tarantino makes a list. He makes a list of people he wants for it. And if this person doesn't do it, right. there's this person. And if this person can't do it, this person. Well, does, well Jamie Foxx seems like a guy who has a, a very, very bold attitude. The best part was he said... Because I thought he was awesome in that movie. He was awesome in that movie. He was awesome in Ray. Yeah. But when he when he started filming Django, he came in as Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Tarantino pulled him aside. He goes, do you understand the character you're playing? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. You come here with this, with your car and your money and your phone. He goes, you're playing a slave. He goes, I need you to take that mindset. Uh Uh-huh. And then we're going to build from there. We're going to build your character up to a badass. Right, right, right. But you got to start tired and scared. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Like, his first scenes are amazing. Yeah. The whole movie is great. Yeah. Um. But Tarantino had to guide him. Mm-hmm. And Tarantino does that. He says, read my lines the way I wrote them. You know, he doesn't like improv. Yeah. And Bruce Willis nowadays was a very, well, up until uh, his recent issues, was very much, he'd look at something and call it chuffa. Just stuff to fill the pages yeah, and yeah. just throw it off to the side. No, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that. Oh, no. I thought he, maybe he would use it as like a, a, a starting point and then... He cut down what he wanted and Tarantino's like, no, you say it or you're out. Yeah. And that's Tarantino being very much Tarantino. Yeah. Which is why his dialogue is so important. Right. Yeah, yeah. And everything builds for a reason. Yeah. And Bruce Willis did it and they never worked together again. Mm. I wonder why. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the Kevin Smith... Everyone works with them at least without, once. Without, well, no one. I guess no one said anything except when Kevin Smith started yep. saying, you know, start saying this was a really when he started. He said it was the like it, it was, was the worst directing life experience. So of his hard, life. he yeah. said, yeah. And he wanted he wanted this from him, and he just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's Kevin Smith. He's not a bad guy. No, but if you force him to put to lay his hand down, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Yeah, you know, it's the guy's making a movie. Right. Yeah, you're a movie star. He's the director. Right. And in this case, he directed a really shitty song. 
<laughs> oh, you didn't think I was getting around that, huh? I was waiting for it to come back. It's it's just so uh, it's so eighties. It's it's eighties. It's douchey. It it feels like it feels like he's trying to be something he's not. Well, then, didn't and who's Bruno? Is that his alter ego? Yes, it is. No, stop. It is. Because I was like, the, who's the, who's Bruno? Uh, Why is he returning? Yeah, I wish he would have not have returned. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty terrible. It's just just remember, this is the same time as Moonlighting, right? And he's this a is big, huge star. He's a huge star, and this is the time is the same time where his band did the commercials for the Sea Rooms wine coolers. Is this yeah? yeah. Is this Die Hard as well? Time yeah, eighty seven. Uh huh. Right. This is Die Hard. Right? Yeah, around there. When his career took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a whole different level. He was famous right, with moonlighting. for Moonlighting. And then he took off because of Die Hard. Yeah. But. Uh, Wait, uh, we got three great diehards. Yes. I'm sorry. No, we got two great diehards. One and three. Two was okay. Four was. Uh, four was. Eh. There was a five and I think a six. Yeah. Five was I with Jai Courtney. I don't know. I Wait. saw a few in the movie theaters. Four was with Justin Long as his buddy cop sidekick. Yeah. Uh, five was his son, which p- was played by Jai Courtney. And I think there was another one. I don't know. It, either way, everything past Die Hard 3. Yeah. Not great. Die Could Hard have, 3 is the one where he's in Harlem with the thing on his. With the, the sign. The sign, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to use the TV version that says, I hate everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an inappropriate term. He was forced to do it because the guy was trying to get him. Right, right, right. Murdered. But that's what I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's Samuel Jackson yeah. as the as the sidekick in that. Samuel Jackson, Sam, Samuel so Jackson. good in everything, man. He's he's so good. There's there's so many things, and somehow we're talking about movies when we should be beating the shit out of the song. I know, but there's nothing to say about the song because it's not his song. There's not a lot to say about these songs because they're so bad. Yeah, especially these three. But uh, this song sucks, and <laughs> I'd rather talk about Die Hard Four. <laughs> Is Die Hard Four with That's the one that's the one with Timothy Oliphant and Kevin Smith yeah. and Justin Long. Okay. And Maggie Hugh. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not a good movie. Yeah. Uh a lot of lot of overdue action. Like they they tried to redo three, basically. Yeah. With the action scenes and all the the hacking, because hacking was a thing at the time. Is that the just guy tapping yeah. on Yeah. Yeah. That's the how sta- you hack. The standard, yeah. Typing as fast as you can, it's yeah. not doing anything. And something's changing on right the, up there right right yeah. up there with swordfish. There's squares and whatever's going on on the thing, like you're changing something on Ugh. the screen. Ugh. That's <laughs> all I gotta say. Ugh. <laughs> Terrible. All right. Uh let's yeah. get to some good stuff. Because <laughs> this one came up and I went, What the fuck are you doing to me, Dave? And I I, I couldn't stop myself. Wound up actually enjoying it i could not stop myself do it from picking shaquille o'neal's what's up doc i saw this and i went i am going you send me steven seagal <laughs> and shaquille o'neal and i must say that there was this point and i guess is this the 90s or the early 2000s it's 90s is it it's yeah towards the end of the 90s right i want to f- i want to say and this is i want to say 96 is it 96 Hang on. Is Shaquille O'Neal that old? You're always so close. This was 93. Oh, okay. Shaq Diesel came out in 93. That's not close. Three years? Shaq played 
why do man time is so weird for me because if you the 90- say he played Shazam I'm gonna be no so no, no, no 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 I'm not <laughs> I have a different I have a different uh uh Mandela effect that has to do with a song it's a sublime song where I swear to God every time it's been on the radio when I was growing up I know we're getting it fuck all right I'll do this no, quick do it so we got plenty of time it was, go crazy it was um doing time. I don't know uh, that song. It, it was on the radio. Okay. But growing up, it was always summertime. Summertime and the living's easy. Riders on it. Isn't that the song Summertime? Yeah. But when you hear it now, it's doing time. No. I swear to God that, and I bring it up to everybody, and everybody's like, no, it was never summertime. And I'm like, it was always summertime. Always I, I'm like, am I fucking taking crazy pills? Because my whole life, it was summertime, and now it's doing time. I swear. And I laugh at those people. Who, wow, I'm getting really up. Okay. <laughs> no, I, la- I laugh at those people who do the, the, the Mandela effect. I'm like, you're an idiot. All right? You know, it was always that. We just, our brains are weird. Like Luke, I am, everybody said that, but once they went, no, I it's am, my, I'm like. No, I am your father. I went, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, we just heard, misheard it wrong. But okay. this, I, 100%. And now, I'm going to defend you. I thought it was. I don't like Sublime. Yeah. But I could have sworn it was summertime. Right. I could have sworn. Right. But now, but if you hear it on the radio or you play it on time. Spotify or whatever, it's doing time. Doing time and the living's easy. And I'm like, this is not what it was. Now the thing is, I completely agree. I could have sworn. But now I'm thinking about it. Maybe you're thinking of also Mungo Jerry in summertime. What the fuck is that? You've never heard that song? I maybe in the summertime. No, definitely not. Okay. No. I don't know. You notice how low I sang that because I do I not sing. <laughs> oh, but I don't want to end up on this list. <laughs> oh. But all right. So getting back to so I, I was planning to hate Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Right. But then it started playing, and the one thing that listen, he needed help. He needed to bring the Fushnikins in. And there's like nine people on this. But but that's the funny thing is that they, it says it's Shaquille O'Neal, but he does like two verses. Yeah. And the rest is all the other guys in the Fushnikins, which there's this. Sliver, and I guess it was 93. Yeah, I guess it was the end of my high school time where rap was this weird, uh, everybody jumped in and, and, and it was, it's this sound. And yeah. I enjoy this sound. You know, I, I know <clears throat> there's some other bands that, uh, that uh, other rap groups that I listened to that, that had this kind of, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Where it was a guy featuring this, this person. No, 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 no. The, 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 the sound. Okay. That that that, uh, it's the drum beats. It's the drum beats. It's the 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 the, the samples they use, right? Is very mid, very early to mid nineties. Right. A, it, it was, was a it very was in big between. Style. I guess it was in between like uh, the hip hop we grew up with, with like uh, um, you know, uh, Run DMC and stuff like that, and 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 the gangster rap and the stuff we have now, right? But it was that one little niche of of that of that. Happy hip hip hop, it's the upbeat stuff. Yeah, it was, and there was there was a lot of it. Even the Dre stuff, like early on, had like the, not the early on, but not the NWA stuff. But after that, when he went on on his own, yeah, and the stuff where they, where he first brought Snoop out, yeah, that had that feel to it. It had that laid back feel, yeah, uh, not quite this right feel, but it was of that that laid back style where it's not aggressive. Yeah, it was like, today was a good day. That Ice Cube stuff, it was. It was more laid well, back. Today was a good day. It was 
it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't it's feel still, good it was it was pretty pretty feel good by comparison to the other songs that ice cube is putting yeah, out yeah but you have to understand did you, did you don't you hear the end at yeah. the end he's like ah, oh, what the fuck am i talking about yeah yeah, yeah. this didn't happen he's still he's yeah. saying that, that yeah. this is a this is bullshit it doesn't happen like this yeah it, it never happens like that but it feels good yeah but yeah this song it's it's surprisingly not terrible no I just I, uh, oh. do you know what you know what made me think of this what because you know Shaq has done has shown up at other people's concerts and got on stage with yeah. them and there was a time he was making fun of Kobe Bryant uh-huh. and uh, he was yelling yo Kobe how my asshole taste I remember that yes <laughs> and it just stuck in my head and that's all I could think about <laughs> and I just constantly laughed at it but it's, it, wow I can't believe it was 93 yeah that's I can't believe that it's been that long since Shaq has played uh, uh, basketball he was still playing basketball when this came out he wasn't retired. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is oh yeah, he's he was playing through the is 90s. That, is that this might well, have been Dave? To to me, the this, 90s, the 90s was 10 years ago. To me, yeah, I know. in my head, I know. You know what I mean? I'm right there with you. I'm coming up on 30 years out of high school, and I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? So when I when I hear this, I'm like, oh, all right. I was trying to think what year the Dream Team was playing uh, in uh, the the Olympics. Uh. 96, 98, 92. So this Jesus. was a year after yeah. the, the NBA Dream Team yeah. where he played in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It is. It is. I don't think they'll ever allow that now. The level of, of competitiveness in, in the American NBA is yeah. crazy. North American? Is Toronto one of those teams? Toronto Raptors? Yes. Is that, so, I'm, yeah, I'm not a basketball guy, so I'm I not a no huge idea. basketball guy. I, th- I, think it's I was Raptors. in the 90s. I, was, yeah. I liked basketball. I don't know why. Like I, I never like nobody around me watched it. I watched it. Okay. I just and they just fell off. I like all sports. I fell off with all sports: really? football, soccer, hockey. I stopped caring. It Why? was around the time I busted up my knee. I once my knee. And went, you can't pick it up now. The Mets are good. Just doesn't do anything for me. Like it doesn't. The Devils are good. I got. You, I know. You know what it was? I was forced into. I was forced into it by my parents into sports and activities. Okay. Um, yeah, but you don't have to pay play it to to like it. Yeah, but I I was only into it because that's. The environment I was in, uh-huh. and then when I got the opportunity to play music on my own, and that replaced all the gotcha. outlet that sports had for me previously. Even watching, and I had lost even watching and enjoying. Now I I sit at home, I watch music videos. Oh yeah, I watch instructional stuff as a form of enjoyment. Yeah, uh, I watch guitar players, I watch drummers, I watch. I'm a big fan of content creators on YouTube that are making music. Uh-huh. So anything I can see that that pushes me in that direction. Uh-huh. Uh, feels good And it's a, a release for me uh, It's like watching a sports event Or watching live concerts Or mm-hmm. um, During the lockdown sessions uh, For uh, Two minutes to Was it uh, Two minutes to late night mm-hmm. the, When those guys were doing the, the collabs Well that's That's the funny thing Is that uh, I actually held uh, One of my Pandemic uh, Promises Was uh, Goldfinger was doing that I'm sorry you said that, and I immediately thought, well, did you sing Imagine with Gal Gadot? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I cut. My, I told her to cut my part. Cut that out. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, Goldfinger was doing uh, yes. the, the, the pandemic sessions or whatever, where they all took, did their parts, and, and, and it was so good. It, it, it was so good. And I told myself, I was like, I was like when, when the pandemic's over and these guys come around, I'm going to see them. And I did. Yes, you did. But uh, it, it, it's it's probably the last time we're going to see them because the 
singer, John Feldman, is actually more behind the scenes. He just thought he started. Well, I don't think just he started his own record label. Oh. He produces a lot of stuff. All the new Avril Lavigne stuff. Uh, he's like in the videos. He he like. So now we know who to blame. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, that felt good. That felt really good. Don't you don't you just take, so fast. Don't you take Gwen Stefani and Avril Lavigne from me, you bastard. <laughs> so anyway. I don't even know where I was going with this. I don't know, but it can't be good. God damn it! So he he's oh the pay, producing. Yeah, you watch, uh, yeah you you oh, watch videos that I those lockdown sessions, especially Goldfinger's, was really fun. Oh, that was so good. Um, one of the ones I loved. My son is named after Devin Townsend. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I were just we love him. Mm-hmm. We love his style, and uh, it happened to be that he was doing a, a a lockdown thing, and he did parts of it open to everyone, and part of it was like concert where you paid. Okay. And all that money went to the National Health Service of Canada. Oh, cool! You know they have a they have a, a socialized medicine. Yeah. But they were you know they were burning through all their money trying to do COVID treatment. Yeah. So he was donating whatever he mm-hmm. could, and he did some for himself, but mostly he was donating to hospitals, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And his his stuff, he you know he doesn't have a band. Mm-hmm. He writes and records everything himself. So it was crazy. Yeah. And we got completely off topic. And it's okay. I, we always this is, do. This is the one where going off topic is pretty good because the middle of this got me raging angry. The middle of what? The middle of this list. Oh, well, we well, we, went, we got past it. Yeah. Right? We got and past and it. we're up to Shaquille O'Neal, who yeah. I, he is responsible for two of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> Him talking about Kevin Hart, <laughs> about how small Kevin Hart is. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I could pick him up like a baby. <laughs> And and Kevin Hart talking about Shaq going every time he turns he hits me with his dick, <laughs> and he's also responsible for one of the greatest stories I've ever heard, him talking about Stevie Wonder not being blind. What you've never heard those stories? I probably have. He goes, please tell me. Stevie Wonder can see. I know it. I was standing there. I was quiet as a church mouse. He goes, "What's up, Shaq?" <laughs> I see him catch stuff when it falls. Because he walked off the stage once to prove he was blind. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him see shit. That's funny. That's right uh, up there with uh, Eddie Murphy's story. He pays a guy to let him drive around in the desert. <laughs> Shaq hasn't turned into one of those flat earther guys. No, or, he's or... he's he's one. He's uh, he's very friendly. He he loves he like he saw a kid yeah. wanted a photo with him. He literally. Brought him over and like scooted down yeah, so he could yeah. take photos. He's nice. Yeah. He's not one of those conspiracy theorists. Him and Charles Barkley make fun of each other on the regular yeah. basis. I love it. <laughs> it. Like you don't hear a lot of crap talking with right. uh, with him. Yeah. He he he'll make fun of people, but he won't really like he's not a, a douche about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing with Stevie Wonder is hilarious. That's funny. Uh, it's so good. That's and he funny. and it's not like he it's not like people ask him about it. He'll bring it up in interviews. Yeah, he'll just bring it up on his own. Like, yeah, he can see. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> just like, did you know he can see? Like, almost like I know this. Why don't you? But 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 unlike unlike Steven Seagal, he can make fun of himself. Oh, he can definitely make right. fun of himself. That's the whole thing. Is is and he was and he was in the movie Steel. <laughs> yeah. Don't think I forgot about that. With the big metal suit uh-huh. that looks like Shaq. <laughs> Fucking stupid. But he's maybe not the best actor. Uh-huh. Maybe no, not the best rapper. No, no, but he knows. But he and knows. That's the point. He knows he's funny. Right. His, his hot ones. You know, he did hot ones. I don't know what the fuck hot ones are. All, all I can think of is you letting them loose on the other side of the table. <laughs> you Your haven't even. Ones. I've been holding them in, too. I've been trying to be nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Hot Ones, two guys, uh-huh. uh, the host, Sean Evans, and, and a guest eat hot wings together. And they oh, get progressively okay. hotter. Okay, okay. And they film it. Yeah. And his is just hilarious. He's, yeah. He's like... He's super shocked at it, every isn't every. Isn't that flavor. when they like ask him questions and they have to answer it as they as it gets hotter well, or something he, like that? It's an interview while yeah. eating wings. Yeah, but they get like personal questions, like like, like they get oh stuff about their life, stuff yeah, about yeah. their art. Oh, some of them are so good. Yeah, I've seen people almost throw up. Yeah, uh, Joey Diaz and Burke Kreischer have some of the best. What Joey Diaz? Because you know, I don't know if you know this. Joey Diaz doesn't drink milk. I did not know that, but I saw Joey Diaz coming up on four. Well, no, I think it was four four years ago. At Gotham, oh man! Me and my brother-in-law went. It was, bro, crying. He's crying. Joey Diaz, I don't know if you know this. He, his his exact words: yes, I, "I don't fuck with milk." I don't see. I didn't. I I never heard this. Yeah, he doesn't drink milk. So he had a whole bunch of other stuff that wasn't milk. Yeah, that's to not try to help. counteract. Yeah, yeah. And no, he had stuff that would help. I think it was like tums and shit. Like like I, salt, I forget like what he had instead. Yeah. But it, but it just wasn't working. Yeah, and he's pouring yeah. sweat. And cocksucker. He's like, I'm that's that's actually where you hear the other side of the dosing story because he dosed Burt Kreischer's father. Yeah. And that's you're gonna see the devil's dick tonight, <laughs> Mr. K. <laughs> that's one of my favorite God. quotes. Oh, all those guys. Like we like a couple a couple And Bert, of course, does it with his shirt off and he's like, <laughs> a couple he's episodes talking ago about touching we were talking about, you know, comedians. You know, uh, Dennis Leary this crop of comedians. Oh my god. Tom uh, Tom Segura, Segura. T- Tom Segura, Bobby Lee has oh. has turned himself into a powerhouse comedian. Bob, I told I told you Bobby Kelly was the only one, one of the only specials I I saw where no I laugh I I I, I think it's funny he's hilarious but Bobby Kelly was the only one that I was by myself laughing out loud. Oh no, Burt Kreischer oh, every yes. time yes Bert, every time and Tom oh. Segura ripping people apart. Oh, that that one that that thing you showed about Hitler's cup. Oh, uh, I show everybody for that. the record uh, for um, Burt Kreischer's birthday, Tom Segura. They've been progressively getting each other more expensive <laughs> and more unusable gifts. Uh, so this time Tom Segura secured a tea set from a from a person in the Midwest. He couldn't give exact information. <laughs> he had to pay cash north of twenty thousand dollars. And Burt Kreischer standing there holding a teacup uh, like a like a like a fine china teacup yeah. that. Most likely, Adolf Hitler had had drank from, which is so fucking crazy. Funny. It's so funny though, and he's how he's crying. He's like, I have to destroy <laughs> this. He's like, you bought. What do you think we're gonna get in so much trouble? He cries, we're gonna get in so much trouble. He's like, this bought so many illegal weapons. Oh my god! If you can, and 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 that's just a bit. If you if you can watch. Bert Kreischer do anything, oh. anything. Watch an interview. Watch a stand up, but watch an interview. His, inter- when, his when, TV interviews. When was it? Was it Opie and Anthony or Opie and Jim? When they made him watch the end of the Astronauts' Wife. Yes, and he was. Cr- he was like, he it cries. makes me cry every time. And they fucking put it on, and he's crying. He cries at that. Uh, he cries <laughs> to the the, the the court scene and Walking Tall. <gasps> so funny. He, they're they're oh, nuts. God. So. This gets us to our last uh, yeah, song. No, this, you put one more song on after this one. No, this is this no. is your last. Oh, my last. No, no, that was my last. Now it's your last. Wait a minute. Yeah, on my list. Let me let me hear what you have. You had a a a, a, a brother Joe song. Oh yes, I took it off because you said this isn't really the place for it. I because they're not, not really. I thought you did. 
Why? No. Oh, I got to put it back on the list then. So that that would be Dara by As Is or which, Brother Joe and Anthony. Which, which I saw that. I got excited. I didn't even look at the song. I got <laughs> excited. And then it's a serious song. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I, I I hated you for putting it. I was like, I was like, all right, brother Joe and Anthony. I was like, here we go. I haven't heard these no, guys this in a is, while. This is from the actual recording right, that the, they the, did. Their band, yeah, eighty two, eighty three. Yeah. This is really right. far back. Um, but it's so yeah. I, yeah, we don't have to go into it on this one. Oh no, we it's, should now. Why? If you brought it up, I'm bringing it up. Okay, go ahead. The first time I heard it, they were bringing in stuff from their old days. Yes, and Jimmy brought in like his first. Is his Re- audition like or his something? First audition on, tape? His first recorded set. Yeah. Like the first one he had videotaped. Opie brought in his demo tapes, like his video demo tapes. Right, that's what I was thinking. And yeah, Amp yeah. found and transferred a cassette that he had found in a box in the basement yeah. covered in like rat piss or something. <laughs> and he had it transferred and it, it's this song. <laughs> and, and the original recording I heard was on the air. Yeah. And it was Opie, Anthony, Jimmy. Oh, I heard this. I, and I Otto. Listened. I listen to every it to every episode of Opie and Anthony. I listen to yeah, and this is the one where where Otto says you recorded this in the studio. You should have been charged with trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so douchey. Yeah, it's it's one of those songs, and it ends up that this this song is written about a raging bitch. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that, and this is going to the next song as well. But Brother Joe's an actual musician. Oh. We we call him Brother Joe. His, he's Anthony's brother, jo- Joseph Cumia. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that he's a legitimate musician. He was in a a YouTube. To you, uh, yeah. To yeah. you, um, I've seen him with the Band Geeks. Mm. Um, he's done covers with the Band Geeks, and right. there was a phenomenal. I think I've I've seen him uh, at least once at Bar Nine when they all used to hang out there. Yeah, I used to do shots with Anthony and get an argument about the Yankees and the Mets. Well, at least it's Yankees and Mets and not anything weird. Well, that was before he went, uh, you know, far, far, yeah. far yeah. off the rails. Yeah. Um, I love those guys. Um, I met a, one of my friends through knowing of Opie and Anthony. Yeah. I met this guy, Fred, Fred Brooklyn, uh-huh. uh, in the hospital. He was having some oh, issues. Oh, that's right. You told me the story. I told you that story yeah, off, yeah, off yeah. to the side. Yeah. Um, But we reminisce about that. He was like, oh, I got to bring you over his house sometime. I'm like, that's not necessary. Yeah. That's not why I'm talking to you. Yeah. It was. We had a good time. We had a great conversation. Right. Uh, uh, Fred just became a, a grandfather again. Mm-hmm. He's got like two grandbabies, so it's all a good time. So, knowing that this exists, yeah, has made my life so much better because this is another song I can play, and my wife just rolls her eyes. Really? She because it's she knows who it is. Yeah, and she knows what it is. Right. The second she heard the voice, she goes, "That's, That's Anthony." Yeah. And she goes, "That's so bad." <laughs> She goes, why? Why would they do that? Well, they were kids. Yeah, well, no, they weren't. 82? Yeah, 82. He was... Joe was just coming back from the army. He was in the army. Yeah. So he was at, he was maybe 24, 25. Oh, so yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, kids... Anthony I mean, was younger, yeah. Well, I mean, what I mean is they were... They were young guys. Young guys. Yeah, yeah. they were young guys in the 80s, and this is how you dressed and, and sang. Right. And uh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I li- I love the song. But, no, I, you know what? I, I, I listening really, to it, I enjoyed it. I, I, only I probably because I know who it was. Yeah. I well, would have enjoyed it more if it was one of the funnier ones. If it was comedy, yeah. Uh, but just the fact that it exists and it's not comedy 
is funny to me. But we, yeah, but we, but we spoke about the other songs that we can't put on these lists. Yeah, they're so inappropriate, right? I mean, that, and that's the other thing that makes this song stand out because it's so serious, right? Right. It's it's not comedy. It's not trying to be funny, cute, or, or right. silly. It's 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 a song. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good song. <laughs> um, it's it's genuinely a good time. It's 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 genuinely trying to be serious, and 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 actually doing it. And uh, let's 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 talk about the last one, "Halo" by Dogstar. Yeah. Now this makes up here's for everything else you put on this list. <laughs> Honestly, this makes up for it. Now I picked this song because it's very bass, uh, bass centric. Yes, it's it's you can hear if it, well we haven't even explained it yet. Dogstar, if you don't know, is uh, Keanu Reeves' band in the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands. Right? Uh, he played bass for them. Yes. Uh, he did not sing on anything. No. Right. No. Uh, and, and he was basically just a member of the band. He tried to do it without being the center of attention. Sa- right. Right. He was just the bass player. And uh, I got to say, not bad. No, not bad at all. It's really a fun. I, I keep saying fun. It's a good song. It's really yeah. It's a good time. It's it's. Well, I, I understand what you mean by fun. It's it's. It feels it's good. A good song. Yeah. You know. I I this got me to listen to the entire album, and and I'm surprised that they didn't get bigger because of Keanu Reeves. I think that actually handicapped them a little. You think so? I think it kneecapped them. Uh, it's gr- it's a great song. Uh, yeah. He's a good bassist. He's. It's got a great you, feel. You think it was that whole? Well, like the guys in on the on this list. Like all all these guys who thought they were going to be real musicians, uh, never went anywhere because people went, oh, they're just a movie star. Yeah. So that's probably what happened. I think to, they didn't to, take to him Keanu seriously Reeves as well, right? But he he also came up in the in the nineties. Well, that's what I'm supposed to say. In the big in the big spaces. Right. So and, but he back had then, a lot but back of then, they're looking at him before these John Wicks and and all these really good roles he had. He was, uh, uh Ted from Ted, and he Bill was and Ted. he was. You know? In Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right. Yeah. And he had a terrible British accent in that. And he right. had another movie. I forget the, the other movie he was in. He wasn't a bad actor. No, but he was he was not uh not taken seriously. No, I, he wasn't taken seriously. But that's what that's what I mean. Even now I think he's taken only taken seriously because of of who he is as a person. Like a, yeah, he's a great. But guy. not how he is as an actor. Yeah. Um there's a lot there's there's a lot of people who talk about his 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 expressionless reaction uh-huh. and a lot of people make fun of it but it actually is very smart uh-huh. um he creates what they call a neutral mask right so you- um it's the idea like you see a sign for a men's a men's room you know you see that sign yeah. you know that's, that's the place i go to the bathroom right. that's for me right his face allows you to place your a, a feeling idea into right? that, right? And like, this is the person I'm supposed to root for. Mm-hmm. This is the person I would fantasize about being. Yeah, this is the 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 role. Um, the best, the best action heroes are very neutral. Yeah, um, and he on listen, you got to think about this, right? He did Neo. Yes, from from the Matrix. Neo in the right? Matrix, a role that he got uh, because it was offered to Will Smith and not taken. Really, Will Smith did Wild, Wild that, West but, instead. Okay. Oh, he did. Wow. What and a, he what a step off. Up. What a step off the stage. Whoa! That he is fell off the stage two, like I did. That is two um, Will Smith roles that Will Smith fucked up. It was that one. Which one? What was the Django? 
Really? He was originally... He for, was originally the pick for Django. The is wrong? And he but said... I don't think he, he could have pulled that off. He wanted it to be a romance movie and not... What Why? Tar- he, that's what he wanted. Because he's one of those people who... One of those stars Ew. who thinks he can guide a movie. How would you make that a romance movie? Anyway. But you got you got Neo, right? Which he did... The, the first Matrix, amazing. Yes. Next two... Actually, uh, I like I like the first two. The third one was okay. Yeah. And then... And then... Then he what the the last Matrix movie I did not love oh oh th- I haven't even seen a new one I'm I I'm not going to tell you not to yeah uh, I mean I'll check it out but yeah. but what made him is John Wick oh absolutely holy listen I have never met anybody who doesn't like the John Wick movies anybody who doesn't like extreme violence would hate them well uh, okay all right besides those people but. For what it is. Oh, yeah. Like, I tell people, and they're like, you know, people who haven't seen John Wick, I'm like, please watch it. I'm like, first off, the reason why he's doing it is both sad and hilarious. Yes. Okay? I, 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 everybody's seen it. Yeah. Every, if, he, if you haven't he, seen John Wick, right. please. Spoiler alert. Turn this off now. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. All right. Uh, the guy's he, breaking he, his house. They, and, they kill his dog. And steal his car. Yeah. Right? It's After, hilarious. I mean, I understand it's because his wife got him the dog and she's dead and all yeah. this. But to go back into, you know, the hitman life. Well, it's the idea that he bought his way out of that life. Right. And then that guy pulled just, him back in. Yeah. Just to just to have his everything he got out of the life for died on him. Right. First, his wife and then the the, the, the life, the, 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 the dog and the, and the his car, house, his the car. House. Right. So he was he was completely out of his mind right. and went back into the business of being what they called jokingly the boogeyman. Yes. Which they got completely wrong. Well, that was his that was his nickname. Yeah. But Baba Yaga is not well, the boogeyman. That's the witch of the woods. Yeah. That is a very old Russian folklore thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I talked to somebody at work about that. I work with a lot of Russian people. Yeah. And one of my coworkers was like, yeah, Baba Yaga is the witch. Yeah. And the only movie I've seen that got Baba Yaga right was the shitty Hellboy. The remake with David Harbour. Yeah. So, but that but that made him. Oh, it made it made uh, him a superstar oh, again. And and I mean, and he's in his fifties now. Yeah. And I think mid to late fifties. If I'm correct, I think he's like fifty-seven. I can't. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. But anyway, I gotta look it up. You keep going. But he became a legit action star. Which, if you looked at the beginning of his career, you never would have seen coming. Speed. Huh? Speed. Yeah, but that was still, I think that was still goofy Keanu Reeves. Everybody Keanu, thought he was goofy Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is 54. 54, okay. Now, a 54-year-old guy doing these movies, right? it works. Right. Like, the other thing. I think this last one, I think this, I, this if, if, I think this, the last one. this should be the last one. There's only so far, and, and it's a different director, by the way. In, in defense of him, remember how old Charles Bronson was when he did what, uh, Death Wish? Death Wish? How old was he in the he 60s? Was, he was 150. He was, <laughs> he was ancient. But they were so good. Yeah. But this, this, this honestly, I think should be the last John Wick because there's only so much you can do with it. They've progressively gotten... I still love Crazier. them. I still love them. Yeah. But what I tell people about the first one is there's so little dialogue. If you think about it, the amount of dialogue in the... In, it's all action. Yep. It's action from the time the movie starts to the end. And I'm like... That's what people love about it is there's no bullshit in it. The, one know? of one of my favorite scenes from the first movie, 
It's after he wipes out the guys sent to kill him. Yeah. Uh, the second time. Yeah. And he guys are laying covered in blood. Everything's right, right, on right. the floor. The cops show up. The door. Bo- the, there's a knock on the door. He opens oh. the door. <laughs> the cop looks in, sees all the dead bodies. You working you again, working John? Again, yeah. I love that. <laughs> And then everybody he hands, like he has to hand, because their payments are gold coins. Right. He's handing people, you working again? He goes, mm. just hands them yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he's like, everyone keeps asking me if I'm working again. And he goes, I've been thinking, I think, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> and that's when they try to kill him. Yeah, yeah. And it's such, it's, they're such good movies. And what I like about it is it's continuous. The the second movie picks up right, right. where the, the, the first one ends. Yes. And, and the third one picks up right where this, right, right after the, uh, yeah. right after the second. Yeah. And and the story is, I mean, it's a good story. It is, you know, it's like no matter what you think about action movies, if you like action movies, you're gonna like right the John Wick movies. But like I said, I, I've never found anybody who goes, I go, you just ever see John Wick? Everybody's like, yeah, fucking yeah. Nobody you know, goes, you know, oh, that piece like, of uh, shit. No. My wife was like, I I need to see the second one. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know. I've been holding off on any of the new uh-huh. ones until you see two. I will watch. We see three. I, I watch uh, when they're on TV, even though even when they're on like FX and it, and, yeah. you know, I'll heavily watch, edited. I'll watch it. They're so good. Yeah. It, but Keanu Reeves is a bass player in Dogstar. And <laughs> now here's the thing. Keanu Reeves is he had a very rough childhood. Yeah. Rough, rough young years. Right. Um, his, be, his first his girlfriend uh, and she was pregnant at the time. She died in a car accident. Yeah. Uh, not long after that, he his best friend overdosed and died mm. at the Viper Room. That was River Phoenix. Yeah. He was there. People don't realize that he was there he that was night. There. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was part of that life. It, I, no, I don't think he ever was. I don't think so either. He, There's never been accusations. There's never been... Um, there's never been... Uh, rumors. Right. It's always been, yeah, Keanu Reeves is the nicest guy in the world. Right. Uh, him sharing a sandwich with a kid, yeah. giving up his seat on the train well, without anyone know, like nobody like watching. Just him, him taking the train. Yeah, he takes and, the train like yeah. everybody else. Well, Mary Jane has a story about him. She um, <laughs> she used to work in the city. I, I'm gonna butcher this, and she's gonna. I'll tell you the basics. So she's working in the city. He's doing a signing. I don't know if it was with the band or just him doing a signing. So she goes into whatever store it is, and she gets all discombobulated. <laughs> And she goes to one of the, the there's a there's a curtain there. She pulls the curtain and Keanu Reeves is right there. And she's like, they, I don't think they said anything to each other. He just kind of looked at her. She looked at him and she goes, the, the thing that she said. Yeah. And then she got yelled at, I think, by the security to get out. But he never said anything. He never was like, ah. but she said that the one thing she remembers is that he was sitting down and he was the same height as her. <laughs> well, she's not no offense to your wife. She's not exactly the jolly green giant. No, no, but but apparently he is. He's a tall gentleman, yeah. So, but but she was like, she was like, the only thing I remember is, you know, they were looking at, it and she goes, I remember he was the same height as me standing, him sitting down. Yeah, that's always funny. <laughs> um, I think I met somebody. I met somebody like a wrestler. I met like that. Yeah, one of the wrestlers that I had. I there was a point in Brooklyn where they were having sporting events and yeah. they had to be cleared to, so they'd have them, you know, do X-rays. So I x-rayed a wrestler named the Great Kali. Okay. Who's over seven feet tall. Yeah. Wow, that's So I went huge. to get him, and I, I, can't, I can't, I'll butcher his real name. We have. But I went to read his name, and he stood up, and I was like this. Yeah. Neck so, up in the air. So I know somebody in, in my life. He lives across the street from my, my brother and sister-in-law. Uh, well, Mary Jane's 
uh, Aunt Dot gave him the name. He's seven feet Pete from across the street. <laughs> I love the alliteration because he's because it, it works. Yeah, it totally works. And seven Dot is awesome. Pete. But uh, yeah, but he comes over, and he's literally seven feet tall. He's a toothpick. Oh, and he's seven feet. And literally, I feel like a pipsqueak when I when I stand next to him. And I talk to him, and I got like you said, I got to talk to him like this. You know, and I'm like, holy crap. But his, right, so he has two kids. Uh, I believe his son just turned three or four. Six foot two and like it, Well, his wife is not short either. Not, not sit, but I, I think she's taller than me. You know, I, she's probably a five, eight or five, nine. Okay. And, uh, and he has a daughter and a son and his son is young. His daughter's a little older, but his son is three or four now and probably catching up to my eight year old. Wow. Yeah. My, son, my son's a little it. tall, but not that tall. No, but his father's seven feet tall. Yeah, seven feet Pete from seven foot Pete from across seven, the street. Seven feet Pete from across the street. I love it. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the crazy one of the crazy things with Keanu Reeves is how everyone's everyone across the board. He's so nice. He's so friendly. Right. Nobody's accusing him of anything. Nobody's. No. He had a relationship with an artist. Or I forget her name. I think it's Miranda. Isn't he married and dating? He's dating oh, he's somebody, da- right? But for a long time, they've been like, dating a long time. But he hasn't made it public. Yeah. So everyone thought he was just like the sad Keanu memes. Yeah. He was just hanging out. Right. Just, he was not sad. Right. He's just living just, his life. Yeah. That neutral face. He you likes. To, he likes to. Him. He likes to make his movies and well, unfortunately, not music anymore. But. I wish he would. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure honestly, he still plays bass in his house when he's got a chance. With how good this sounded, yeah. I hope he does. Yeah. This is, I'll be honest, if Eddie Murphy made another song, <laughs> I'd listen to it. Yeah. If if he made another song, oops, sorry, <laughs> almost started playing it. Uh, if, he, if he made a new album, yeah. his band made a new album, yeah. I'd listen to it. Oh, I absolutely would, yeah. Like this, this got added to the collection. Steven Seagal? No, he can go fuck himself with a stick. William Shatner? He can take the other end of that stick and try to meet him in the middle. <laughs> just to, just know the stick I'm imagining is as big as that fucking mic stand. <laughs> so I think that brings us to the end yeah. of our uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Famous people. The end of our shit. Fa- famous non-musicians. May I, may famous I do this? for music that's not famous music. Music. Wait. Ladies and gentlemen, famous. this has been songs by famous people who aren't famous for music. Oh, that was so much easier than I thought it was. Because I'm able to read it from oh, here. Okay. Yeah, no, I did, it's not like I memorized it. <laughs> I'm not that. I can barely remember my address half the time. So, again, please email us at <laughs> hitthestagepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us at, uh, on, on, on Instagram, uh, hitthestagepodcast. Uh, I am uh, noogs29, noogs with a Z. Uh, on Instagram, that is also two O's and a Z. N O O G Z. Yep, two nine. And I am basher.exe. I'm probably going to change that somewhere along the line. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Either it's, way, it's, we'll, yeah. it's less it's less fun than I thought it was. And uh, uh, of course, you know, uh, listen, spread the word. Tell your friends to give us a listen, even if they don't like it. Just give us one shot. Yeah, uh, give us a chance. If we don't make you laugh, or at least you think something's interesting, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Hey! <laughs> no, I hope you like it. If you don't like it, you express your, your opinion by either not liking it or just leaving us alone. Yeah. Uh, if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell somebody you hate. And if you don't like it, you've made it 10 episodes or 11 episodes. What are we at, 11? Uh, this is episode 12. 12? Yeah. All right. So if you've made it 12 episodes in and you don't like it, what the hell is what wrong with you? What are you doing? You? Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> that's it for now. Take it easy, guys. Uh, take care of each other. Take care of yourself. I love you. I love you, man. Hail and Halford. we love you all. Later.